Hello and welcome back to today's episode on the Cosmic Corner. I am your multidimensional guide and host, Iris Moon, your local Reiki master, alchemical astrologer, and sacred wealth activator. In today's episode, I want to talk about the moon and its cycle and just how the lunar consciousness really affects our day-to-day life, as well as offer you a sacred meditation for calling in your intentions and working with your intentions as well. Um, I feel deeply connected to Uh, Just the lunar year that has happened, and maybe perhaps I know too many tigers. (laughs) So um, I was really deeply inspired by the lunar calendar to just create this space in order to talk about the lunar consciousness and what it is that we're really working with when we are working with the lunar consciousness. So I hope you enjoy today's episode and look forward to hearing from you again soon. So I want to begin just by talking about the moon in a very basic understanding. Um, The lunar consciousness is responsible for your physical body, your emotional nature, your reactive and responsive state, and kind of that psychosomatic levels of your consciousness, which correspond to more of your inner world. The lunar consciousness to me embodies more of who you are because it is subconscious and it is instinctual. So I love the solar consciousness as well. But I feel like we need to really understand our lunar consciousness so we can understand what our innate response to life looks like versus what our conscious response to life looks like. Because a lot of what we do and a lot of how we create in the world is based on our subconscious belief systems and our subconscious reactions. So, you know, if we thought about how much we think day in and day out, let's say we have 90,000 thoughts in a day and 80% of them are unconscious or subconscious. Um, If you don't understand how your subconscious mind works or what you are attuned to on a psychological scale, then you're not really going to understand how those thoughts are truly influencing your conscious thoughts. So sidereally, Um, I'm a Pisces moon, uh, and I am definitely prone to being a (laughs) crybaby. I go into um, moments in which I start to feel like um, very large emotionally. And this is a basic understanding. I don't think that um, all Pisces moons are like this. But for me, how I see it come up is I get uh, very sensitive And I start to feel like something is wrong with me or people aren't listening to me. So I go into like a martyr complex. 
whew, which is exhausting um, because I am rewiring that to be just more uh, sensitive to my own needs versus being defeatist in the sense of like other people, you know, not listening to my needs or just not necessarily comprehending them the way that I do. Um, because I am very large, emotionally speaking. And so, of course, they don't understand the depths of all that I feel. Um, and that's not their, that's not kind of their problem. That's my problem to deal with. And so, knowing how I handle things emotionally helps me prepare when I feel disappointment, when I feel anger. Um, when I deal with situations that are less than positive, um, and they allow me to really just rewire and have that moment of like, that's not their problem. This is, you know, this is a me thing. We can work on this. So anyway, um, the way that my lunar consciousness works is based on that Jupiterian and uh, spiritual experience so then it can go into the other side in which like when I do experience disappointment or frustration I end up spending a lot of my time in a very spiritual place and go into meditation or I read spiritual books or I do Reiki on myself um, because that really helps me rewire. So the point of this is that your lunar consciousness really works at creating the world around you on a subconscious scale, which is why working with the moon, in my personal opinion, is going to be extremely important to creating life, not only for yourself, but within relationship to other people. Um, we have a hyperfixation on the sun, uh, which has its place. But we need to kind of understand the mystical side of the moon as well. Ironically enough, um, the word month is actually rooted in the word for moon. Um, it actually comes from the word for moon. And so our ideas of the months aren't even based on a solar calendar. Um, those of you who know me and know my philosophy know how I feel about the Gregorian calendar. And uh, if you don't know me very well, and this is our first time that we're really introducing ourselves to each other, then I will tell you that I think the Gregorian calendar is a bastardization and a way of suppression for our indigenous cultures and belief systems. So... Uh, I personally do not support the Gregorian calendar. Um, I, it's kind of co a complicated relationship, right? Because that's like our current um, time functioning. <laughs> and so in a way, I have to adhere to the January, February, March. But I don't believe that it is the end-all truth. And I really try to liberate my timekeeping practices based on lunar cycles. And solar cycles as well. Um, I mean, because honestly, even the Gregorian calendar doesn't take into consideration the true uh, solar cycles. If we were going by the solar cycle, we would have um, the witch's wheel, basically, 
Uh, maybe that's not the most appropriate way to call it. But we would have the, uh, the Sabbaths, the eight Sabbaths. So if we were going by a solar calendar, what we'd actually have is eight months versus um, a lunar calendar, which is 12 to 13, depending on what the lunar cycle is doing at that time. Um, the Gregorian calendar was also used to uh, create a fixed moment in time, basically for the Roman Catholic Church. And um, it doesn't really take into consideration the cosmic cycles and fluxes uh, of the natural rhythms of the sun and moon. Because we live under this system in which we have everything kind of laid out in this perfect way, perfect in quotation marks, um, meaning like even tropical astrology is very based on degrees and numbers and uh, fixed ideas. But if you were to look up into the stars through the sidereal lens or through a Vedic lens even, um, you would begin to recognize that the tropical astrology is not based on the reality or the astronomy of the stars, but a fixed idea um, in mathematical <laughs> calculations. Um, and it's fine, it works. I have plenty of respected astrologers that I trust and believe in that are tropical astrologers. It's just no longer my practice uh, because I want to be in truth with the cosmos. So um, not to deviate away, but our calendar system is not based on any particular um, cosmic cycle, if you will. And that is very anti-Indigenous to me. Um, and I believe that by taking away our timekeeping, as told through the, the cosmic lens, is kind of a sham and takes us away from that larger macrocosmic connection to the universe at large. Um, if we do not create a relationship based on the cosmic cycle, then we're not really rooted in anything of truth. So when we talk about lunar and solar cycles, I really feel like we're coming back into a sense of truth with the microcosm and the macrocosm. I hope you're following. If we utilize the lunar and solar cycles to understand our relationship to time, or even just any real cycles of Jupiter, Mars, Venus, Mercury, Saturn, all of it, we would come to understand how intrinsically we are connected to this cosmic cycle that naturally creates a relationship to our bodies, our minds, and our spirits. Um, no matter if you believe in astrology or not, it is always happening. And um, many of our ancestors and ancients believed that these planetary bodies 
corresponded to certain points inside of us, which we can actually pinpoint um, whether we believe in astrology or not. Whether you believe in the cosmic cycles, you can pinpoint moments in time that are directly correlated to transits either within your natal chart or transits in the larger cycle. So taking away our calendar as told by the cosmic cycle is a real sham, in my opinion. And of course, this is all just my opinion, and maybe you're interested in my opinion, or maybe you feel the same way, but it's how I truly feel. If we are not having a a calendar system based on something that's actually rooted in truth, then I don't understand where our timekeeping practices come from. I mean, because even so, um, you know, time is not taking into consideration the speeding up of the earth, right? Like last year was the fastest year on record, um, which in certain terms, perhaps you're not going to notice a minute off of the year, but maybe your body does, you know? And I feel like if we are honoring the cosmic cycles of the uh, solar system, then we'll have a better relationship to the calendar at large. So until I find a better way to begin telling people how to gather with me, (laughs) I guess I will have to use the Gregorian calendar, but I will still teach you um, this work. And you know what? Maybe I should start saying on... On the third day after the new moon in da 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 da, meet me at da 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 da. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> shooting off ideas here. I'll have. I'd have to like. I think I could figure something out. I would just have to sit down and really honor the calendar. Um, the cosmic calendar and figure out how to relay that to the people at large. So let's let's talk about the the lunar cycle and why I'm even getting into this as to a podcast or an episode to listen to because like I said I'm deeply inspired by what I feel in my heart right now and working with the moon on a larger scale, especially with the idea or the understanding that, you know, our ancients had a lunar calendar that lasted a whole year versus the lunar calendar that we think of sometimes as the 28 day cycle. So as I stated before, if we followed the solar calendar to what it was, we would have the eight Sabbaths, the eight solar cycles. But the lunar calendar is actually where we have our idea for the months, except it's not even honored in that way, really. Um, The lunar calendar is the closest thing to what we have currently, which is the 28 to 30 day cycle, depending on how long the lunar cycle lasts for. And in this cycle, um, it was known that we would have three 
three cycles every uh, solar cycle. So that's how we could watch our time and also know when to plant things, when to harvest things, when to hunt and when to gather, um, because the natural world was ruled by these solar and lunar cycles. Um, and with that being said, you know, many of our ancients and our indigenous have had lunar cycles, um, both for their culture and for their ceremonial practices. Uh, and one being, of course, the Chinese, um, and that empire, which is just a gateway that we passed, right? We just passed the Lunar New Year. And the Lunar New Year sparked me into this conscious thought or this recognition of the lunar cycle. So the whole point of me really sitting down to record this episode is to talk about how I feel that we must follow a year-long lunar cycle versus a 28-day cycle. Now, I'm not saying you should not follow the 28-day cycle, but if we're working with manifestations and intentions, we are most likely not going to see them actually come into fruition in the 28-day cycle. And why that is, is because it usually takes a little bit longer than 28 days. And so I created this episode as kind of a, an accountability to my theory that I'm evolving into. Um, because I've always believed that you need at least six months to see how your um, manifestation is really coming into this world. And why that is, is because, um, of course, uh, let's say that you have gone through the gateway of the Cancer Capricorn, or let's, let's do, let's do the Cancer, or excuse me, the Capricorn New Moon, for an example. So in six months, we're going to have the Cancer New Moon, which is going to be on the opposite of what we experienced at that time. That Cancer New Moon will be a really prime opportunity for us to look and see how our manifestations from the initial intention we set with the Capricorn New Moon is really coming into effect. And we will have what is like considered the first quarter square and the third quarter square through the Libra new moon and the Aries new moon. And so when we're talking about this um, through this year-long lunar cycle, we can actually look at those new moons as a recognition um, and a check-in of what had actually transpired at that time. So I hope I didn't lose you, but I will explain the eight uh, lunar phases um, from a 21 day or 28 day perspective, and then talk about that on the larger scale. So the eight lunar phases are the new moon phase. This is a new beginning, 
setting your intention, seeding your desire, and clarifying what you'd like to take forward. Then we have the waxing crescent, which begins to draw in more energy, more growth, more preparation, and begins creating our plan. Next, we have a first quarter moon, which is where we are intended to take action, to build, to create, to inspire, and to, to open to new opportunities. And from the first quarter, we move into the waxing gibbous, which is the observation, the patience, the consistency, and the steadiness of our intentions. From there, we move into the full moon, which is amplifying, peaking, celebrating, connecting, illuminating. And at the full moon phase, this is where we have the peak of our energy. So now the moon is returning back to new and softening in her light. So we begin the dissemining phase or the waning gibbous, which begins to release. It goes inward. It reflects, it acknowledges, and it allows. And from there, we again have a last quarter square, which is the deconstruction, the turning away, the releasing, and the buttoning up of things that we may have to release. And finally, we go into the waning crescent before the new moon, which is our opportunity to begin resting, to close down, to surrender, to release, and to reflect. And as a 28-day cycle, each one of these gates are an important part in our manifestation process. Our 28-day cycle is, I really think, powerful for us to see what's kind of in our way of calling forward those changes that we're intending. But it's that six months to year-long cycle of the lunar calendar that allows us to begin activating and awakening to what it is that we're really working with um, and doing that conscious work. And so my goal and my hope for this podcast uh, with this meditation that you will go into is to actually help you set your intention for the lunar year. And I have an accompanying um, worksheet <laughs> that goes through the eight lunar phases, um, if you would like it, in order to begin seeding your intention for the year. And I know that a year seems like a long time, but I really think that it takes a whole cycle for you to begin just honoring and looking at the larger picture. It's the same for a solar cycle. That's a year long, right? And, uh, you know, you can start, you can intend to do a new intention every new moon, but I would encourage you to allow that intention, that year of blossom. And so this opportunity with 
this podcast is to allow you just to begin consciously connecting and to have the ability to journal or to have reflections around this larger lunar cycle that is coming in. And so in this meditation that has been recorded, um, this is about setting an intention, creating your manifestations, and clearing anything that's in your way of really allowing that manifestation to come forward and setting your energy body upright. The 28-day lunar cycle, so the month-long lunar cycle, I feel is just very good for seeing, um, you know, what is really in your way of accessing. But I have not met many, and I'm not saying this is impossible, who were able to fully get out of their way in 28 days. Fully, 100% with everything they have. Sometimes it took that year of diligence and patience and perseverance in order for them to truly access those parts of themselves that, um, you know, could hold that intention, that manifestation. And our dreams deserve time. We're not in the um, instant gratification anymore. Or maybe we are, but most of that is an illusion. Most of the instant uh, satisfaction is not even that healthy for us anyway. And so when we allow ourselves to be in a sacred cycle or a Saturnian cycle, we allow ourselves to really deepen into the sweet surrender of release, transformation, and allowing. Um, because even a pregnancy takes 10 months, right? Like it doesn't, you don't just pop it out after, you know, you conceive it. It takes time and dedication. And as humans, we are beings that need time. Um, and that goes for everything, building a house, growing food, collecting water, um, everything. Everything we do on this planet is is in essence time-oriented. And yet we live in a, a reality which tries to tell us that... <laughs> we can have it all right now. <laughs> That's not necessarily true. I mean, you could order Amazon and have it here in two days, but for things that you really deeply desire, that's going to take time. And so um, in this meditation that I've recorded, I have honored our Reiki lineage um, by working with the Whale Nation Um in the Star Altar system, channeled by Chief Golden Light Eagle, uh, we are in the universal law of movement and balance, which utilizes the whale nation as the earth guardians. Um, and so in this meditation, we work with the whales to begin opening ourselves up to a deeper sense of uh, intention and thoughtfulness around our manifestations. And in this journey, like I said, we do some clearing work and some healing on getting out of our own way. So the meditation is Reiki oriented. It has uh, Reiki energy inside of it. And if you would like 
to uh, work with the corresponding workbook that I have created, then you can sign up for my newsletter. It will be in the description. Um, and it's free for you because I am looking to just see what comes out and what happens. So if you want to follow this cycle with yourself, then you can, you know, utilize this workbook and just offer some reflections and intentions uh, within this next year and really see what comes up. I want you to, you know, really work thoughtfully with the intention for this Lunar New Year and think a lot <clears throat> about what it is you're really offering yourself and in, in your life during this time. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen and to be present in this podcast and to think about the lunar calendar as this larger overarching um, energy as we step into this more cosmic and celestial timekeeping practice. Um, because truly, uh, we can utilize this, this time and this opportunity to see how we are deeply affected. All planetary bodies have a cycle. And, um, you know, that's how we know about retrogrades and um, kazimis and all of that stuff. Because... There is a sacred cycle and a sacred geometry that connects all of these things. And you can go as deep into this as you'd like and watch these cycles come forward. Um, whether you do so from the outside or from the inside, as told by your birth chart. And my plan, personally, is going to be looking at my own birth chart uh, through this time and really honoring the... Um, the solar cycle, or excuse me, the lunar cycle through my own birth chart and seeing, you know, what is coming up around these new moon times as they come into square with each other. And uh, I just, I look forward to seeing what the next lunar new year brings, <laughs> even if that's a year away, um, because I feel like I'm stepping into a version of my Saturnian nature I've only dreamt of. And that could only be true if you were here listening to me and honoring my words and supporting me in this work. So again, I really thank you for listening to me and and being a part of this cosmic community and just doing this work. I look forward to seeing you in our next episode and seeing you in our meditation. Hello and welcome. I invite you just to begin taking some deep breaths in. Bringing fresh energy into your lungs. Into your heart. And into your body. I invite you just to give yourself permission to be completely present here in this experience, here in this moment and time. 
And I encourage you now to just deepen your breath. Breathing in slowly and deeply, filling your lungs all the way to the top. releasing whenever you are ready. I encourage you to do this a few more times, just inviting your body to completely relax and surrender to this experience. As you begin to breathe deeply into the space, go ahead and give your heart permission to open and allow. And just take your time here in this space, allowing your body and your mind to adjust to this experience, giving yourself an opportunity to release anything that came before this experience and anything that might come after. Just allowing yourself to be completely present with your current space. Good. Here in this space, I want to invite your intention in. Recalling the things that you're calling in for July. Holding your sacred business in your heart. And just feeling the way it feels to have these intentions seated in your heart. I invite you to just feel in your heart how good it is to have these intentions here, not from your head, but from your heart. 
maybe feeling the natural emotion that arises from the fulfillment as you allow yourself to feel the joy and pleasure that comes with the fulfillment of your intentions and your manifestations I want you to just begin feeling your heart open and expand. Beginning just to fill your body with light. Just pure source energy, pure love, expanding to every cell, every molecule and every atom of your being. Begin to just feel this light completely enveloping your energy body or your aura. Maybe perhaps blinding you in light in whatever color you see. And as you are completely enveloped in this light, everything else just begins to fade away and this light remains the only thing present in your consciousness. Here, as this light envelops you, I call upon your higher self, your protection, and the angels of healing, the angels of abundance and prosperity, and the keeper of the Reiki flow. Here in the space, know that you are receiving uh, Reiki healing and that at any time, in any moment, you can come back here to this Reiki meditation and be activated I invite the Reiki healing of money Reiki to come in and just to begin to fill this space And I invite any of your divine helpers to be present with you during this experience. You may begin to notice as this light fades and you are on a beautiful beach. 
maybe noticing the sand under your feet. Noticing the sun on your face and the breeze in your hair. Begin to just completely be enveloped in this beach, in this beautiful space your imagination has created for you. Maybe wiggling your toes in the sand. Feeling completely grounded and supported by the mother, by the earth beneath you. Raising your arms to just love and appreciate the wind that's blowing the sea breeze that is flowing between your hair and your clothes. And I call upon a water guide for you now, which may materialize instantly or you may see this guide walking down the beach to meet you or perhaps they come out of the water whatever you see is perfect for your experience and I want you just to feel how excited they are to see you again just placing their hands on your shoulders or your heart, taking your hands and sending you love. And just begin to feel as they remind you who you are and where you've come from. and how much wisdom you possess. Begin to feel as they call you into the ocean, guiding your feet into the water and just begin to step slowly in feeling the waves crashing at your ankles 
the way the sand shifts under your feet. And continue walking into this water. Feeling the rising sea level on your body. Until finally the water is waist level. And they invite you just to jump in. To get your hair wet. And to simply be one with the ocean. And as you completely submerge yourself in this water, I want you to discover that you can actually breathe underwater. So there's no concern here in this ocean. And as you discover this ability this guide begins to bring you deeper into the waters. Where a family of whales awaits you. As you swim to this family of whales, you begin to just feel their love resonating in your hearts. You begin to just feel their song in your soul. And as you get closer to them, they begin to circle you and create a sacred vortex around you. Maybe feeling this energy in your aura, your biofield, just feeling completely loved and supported by their wisdom. Just feeling completely supported. And here in this space, I call forward the energy of Jupiter the Reiki healing of Jupiter to be present in the whales, to be present in your experience. And here in this sacred space surrounded by the whale wisdom, I invite you just to bring forward 
the things that you would like to clear around money, around your sacred business. And I want you to feel where it feels like it's stuck in your body in this present moment. Inviting the whales to begin sending their love into the space. And if you can't feel where it's being stored, it's okay. You can still invite the whales to hold this in their frequency. Inviting their song to fill you with your codes of remembrance. Just begin to feel completely supported in whatever it is that you wish to run away from or hide from. Holding this up to the whales and to Jupiter, to this Reiki energy, and just saying, I'm ready to clear this. I'm ready to face this. It is safe for me to process this. And so I now ask that the whales, Jupiter, and this money Reiki to begin filling your body with gold and light. Filling your biofield, filling the places where you feel that you lack or want to run from. I invite these experiences to be completely held, seen, and witnessed by your higher self, by the Reiki flow, and by the love and wisdom of the whale nation. I invite you to completely surrender these parts of you to the whales, to your higher self, to the source, through this Reiki flow, and give it back to the ocean, back to the waters, so that we can fill your currency with light and with love.
I'm just inviting the whales and Jupiter and the waters to just clear you now. And I'm offering your spirit a symbol in order to clear, cleanse, clear, and delete the stuff that you feel in your heart. Is this what makes you feel afraid of living your deepest desires? Of having your wishes and your dreams come true? And as this clearing begins to process on all levels, mental, emotional, spiritual, physical. I invite you to once again bring forward your sacred business and your manifestations for July. And I invite you to bring them into this sacred circle with the Whale Nation and Jupiter. to be held and seen by your higher self, to be blessed by the whale nation. And I once again ask that the whales and Jupiter begin to fill your body, your frequency with this golden light of money Reiki, of Reiki healing and just offer a symbol and I offer you a symbol to your mind, to your body and to your spirit to affirm these manifestations for this month, for your next 30 days. And I ask that the Whale Nation and Jupiter just to begin to fill you with the codes that you need, with the higher wisdom that you're searching for that is already inside of you to come forward and be present in your consciousness, to guide your every step this month. I ask that the whales bless your frequency with the ability to receive your deepest desires. and to wash away anything in your womb that may not allow you to receive and hold these blessings. I ask that the whales begin to fill you with the codes of worthiness 
and enoughness to appreciate and receive all of the manifestations and the intentions you desire in these next 30 days. Just feel the love and the wisdom from the whale nation filling your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. Their love, their sacred service, helping you recall why you have chosen this experience in the first place. Blessing you with their wisdom. Blessing you with their time and support. And reminding you that they are so, so deeply honored to work with you as guardians of the earth. They invite you to remember how their songs can fill you with everything that you need. Because everything that you need is presently available to you, your higher self will push you in the direction that you need. Your higher self will create the life that you are looking to desire. And that communication with your higher self every day is important on this sacred business walk. The whales remind you that conscious communication is needed in a sacred business. That whenever you go to make decisions in your business, in your body, in your love, in your relationships, that you ask the question, does this serve my highest and best self? Does this fulfill my intended desire? They also remind you that even if you make a decision that is out of alignment with your highest and best, this is an opportunity for you to learn about what lies under the surface in your sacred waters and to be with yourself as you are changing. I invite the Whale Nation to give you one final blessing 
as Jupiter begins to show himself in the whales as whatever sea creature you wish to see him as. And he begins to guide you back towards the shore. Where this family of whales watch you lovingly, sending their love through their song, through the vibrations in the water. And as you begin to swim closer to the shore, Jupiter begins to turn into an older, wise-looking man. As he begins to guide you out of the waters, encouraging you to stand up and walk. As you two are coming out of the water, one of your guides is waiting for you with a fresh change of clothes, something comfortable to wear after your ocean excursion. It may be a golden robe or something comfortable that just holds the blessings of the session you have received, the transmission you have received from the Whale Nation. And here in the space as you put this on, you begin to just feel Jupiter's hand on the back of your heart. And he offers you one final blessing to your heart. opening your heart to all the blessings, placing his hand on your lower back towards your womb. If you do not have a physical womb, the space is still metaphorical. And here his hands just begin to channel this golden energy into your heart and your womb, creating a microcosmic circuit allowing your heart and the womb to guide you into where you are headed in your sacred business, into what it is you're looking to create for yourself, and offering you one final blessing to receive what you asked for and more. And here in this space, I want you to just begin to fill your body once more with the light. Thanking Jupiter and your guides 
as this light begins to envelop your energy, body, your aura. Completely dissolving the space that you're in, this beautiful scene. Filling your entire consciousness with this light. So that's all that you can see. And begin to just feel yourself back in your physical body. As this light begins to dissolve and fade through your heart. Filling your lungs with fresh energy. Fresh space. Fresh prana. And I invite you again once more to just feel the joy and fulfillment of all of the intentions and more that you set out in this journey in your heart. Just take your time coming back into your body, wiggling your toes, wiggling your fingers, Becoming completely present. I heal, seal, and protect all work that has been done on this mind, on this body, on this spirit. Thank you so much for joining me today. <laughs>